WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. This is All of It. I'm Allison Stewart, live from the WNYC studios in Soho. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us. If you couldn't be with us every single second of the week, you might want to check out the podcast to hear our conversations with folks like jazz great Christian McBride, whose album with his band New John drops today. It is called Prime. We also had a great conversation with podcast host and reporter Matthew Amha about the untold history of the Black Liberation Group move and the infamous bombing of its HQ in Philadelphia by the police. That podcast is called The Africa's Versus America. You can catch those segments and more on the All of It podcast. Now that's in your future, but right now, we're heading back to old Hollywood. We continue our Best Picture series celebrating Oscar nominees working behind the camera to make music movie magic. Production designer Florencia Martin and set decorator Anthony Carlino had a big task. Bring old Hollywood to life for the three-hour romp that is Babylon. The film stars Brad Pitt as Jack Conrad, the beloved, if messy, superstar of the silent film era, and Margot Robbie as Nellie Leroy, a determined up-and-comer in Hollywood. Both stars face challenges as the industry transitions from silent film to talkies. This film is big in every way. Massive sets, scenes with hundreds of extras, parties with elephants and alligators, fights with gangsters and with snakes. But throughout all of it, the film also remains grounded in period accurate accurate sets and details. The work of Florencia and Anthony, who are nominated for Best Production Design at the Oscars this year, might be in a good spot to take home the award because this happened last weekend. And the BAFTA goes to? Babylon. In addition to the BAFTA, Babylon won the Excellence in Production Design from the Art Directors Guild and the Critic Choice Awards. Florencia Martin and Anthony Carlino, welcome to the show. Hi, Allison. So great to be here. And congratulations on your work and all of your success. should say that as well. Hey, listeners. We know so many of you are in the arts. Do you have a question for the Babylon production design team about their work on the film? Or maybe you have a question in general about production design or set decoration? Florencia and Anthony have been nice enough to say they'll take some calls. 212-433-9692. 212-433-WNYC. Or you can hit us up on social media at all of it. WNYC. So Florencia, you've been a production designer and a set decorator. So on a set decoration, you were in Manchester by the Sea and Us, production designer for films like Licorice Pizza, Blonde, and of course Babylon. So I'm going to ask the 
the base level question, what is the difference between production design and set decorator? In production design, we're looking at the overall arch design of the film and then set decoration, looking at the interior design for filmmaking, essentially. Uh, so working um, in both ways in storytelling of the character um, and in production design, touching on working with all the heads of department in film. So you're working with the director, cinematographer, special effects, picture cars, as well as your art department in designing the architecture and the overall structure of the film. And then I collaborate with our set decorator, uh, Anthony Carlino in Babylon, uh, to design the interiors of the sets, uh, the textiles, the furnishings, the light fixtures, and always, importantly, all the details that go into the character and the development of how the story is spanning through the script. Florence, what was something in your early conversations with director Damien Chazelle that really stuck with you? That was something you went back to again and again? Yeah, it was the feeling of uh, immersing the audience in both the ex- uh, the depravity and the excess of the period. And that really stuck with me that although we were trying to be period accurate, he really wanted to have you present in the story, see the hardships that these characters were going through, and also the lavishness of uh, and the extremes of the era uh, on all ends. So, Anthony, when you started to dig into this project and you started to dig into the research, what was something that you saw, maybe it was an object or a detail, that you knew you wanted to incorporate and why? That's a good question. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Like for me, you know, that the the script was so full of detail, and then by the time I had started the project, uh, Florencia had, in the art department, had um, done a lot of research and boards for each set in script order. So when you walked in the art department, um, it started, you know, first scene second scene, third scene, all 150 different, you know, sets or locations. And there, each board would have a, some research on it, pictures of the location, or we know if it was a stage build, um, and the general feel and color palette of each set. And, you know, you just kind of dive into the research. I mean, for me, like, you know, the interiors of the sets were fun. The hardest part of the movie was actually the film equipment part of it because hmm. – um, we we wanted to make sure that was all period accurate, and you know it was really hard to find all this stuff, and so you end up manufacturing things, uh, searching. You know, there's prop houses in LA that have some of it, but the the volume of what we needed was so vast. Um, and, and you know, kind of like with set decoration, is that you kind of dig into the research or the feel of of each character, and I always have a I mean, my philosophy is that if you notice something or something draws your attention in a scene, like out of place or it doesn't flow in a set, then I haven't done my job. Mm. Like for me, like when you decorate a set is that you just want it to be real and that if you're looking at the set dressing, you're probably not. It's probably the wrong thing. Like it just has to like kind of just be real and, and in there, but not like. I don't know, just not like Mm -hmm. uh, jumping out at you. You know what I mean? I do. Let's take a call. Roger's calling in from Brooklyn. Hey, Roger, thank you so much for calling all of it. Hello. You're on the air. 
Oh, yes. Um, I would love to know about the medieval war scene and, like, what did you decide to focus on? Because when I watched it, I was like, that's crazy that there are just a bunch of extras and they're they're just dying west, left and right willy-nilly. Um, and so what did you decide to, like, uh, uh, make happen in that sort of when Bratbit comes up as the crusader? Uh, there's a great number of films that inspired Damien. Um, and one of them was Braveheart. Uh, and another one was a period film from the era. And he wanted it to feel like an epic battle scene. So we were able to bring in all of these extras to actually play this part um, live. And he wanted to also show how vulnerable and how aggressive shooting in the era was. So with that was the violence of the fact that there probably weren't, um, you know, soft weapons yet mm -hmm. or fake props uh, that they were using real spears. And there wasn't the attention to safety that we probably have today. And so uh, he wanted to showcase that aggressive nature of shooting in the era. And also uh, we based our research on these big outdoor epics that were being shot with MGM, uh, where they had big light towers and camera cars. We custom built the camera car that Spike Jones is on. And mm -hmm. I know Gabe Perello spent a lot of time working on the different types of cameras because it was uh, the first uh, handheld cameras of the era. Um, so it was based on a lot of research and we actually uh, wrote a treatment. Damien wrote the script of Blood and Gold so that we knew also what the action was between the two sides, the, the Crusaders and uh, Mary Zofris, our costume designer, did a lot of uh, uh, historical research and ended up bringing period costumes from Europe in order to have the quantity and also the accuracy of uh, 1920s costumes of the era. So a lot of reference went into that. My, gu decisions. my guests are Florencia Martin and Anthony Carlino. They are the Oscar-nominated duo for Best Production Design for Babylon. It's part of our Big Picture series. If you have a question for the Babylon Production Design team about their work or film, 212-433-9692, 212-433-WNYC. They're kind enough to take a few calls as we continue our conversation. So there's the opening scene. The movie takes place in this massive mansion. It's a debauched party taking place. Movie stars, drugs jazz band an elephant shows up um but anthony well, a lot of things are being broken and thrown around and trash generally trashed how does that complicate your work and your team and what they have to do <laughs> and what they put on set yeah the uh a lot of stuff that's thrown um we end up making breakaways for so i'll find a chair that i want to dress in the set and then we'll figure out ahead of time that's the chair that's getting thrown across the room. And then they'll, you know, manufacture 20, how many takes they want to do, 20 chairs that are that are actual breakaways. Um, but other than chairs, there wasn't really much that really got destroyed, believe it or not. The, the tables that were in Don Wallach's ballroom were actually manufactured and they were manufactured in a way where there was steel reinforced through uh -huh. them so that dancers could dance on top of them. So I found one table that, that we liked and then we manufactured, you know, a dozen of them. Um, but other than that, we were pretty, believe it or not in that crazy party, 
pretty conscious about not destroying antique furniture that we might need. So it was very well planned out of like, okay, this chair gets thrown, we'll make duplicates of it. But um, I found this on the web. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Siri wants in on the conversation. Um, yeah. uh, Florencia, where did that take place? How did you find the location for that big opening scene? That took place at the United Artists Theater, now run by the Ace Hotel, so as the Ace Theater, and we were looking for movie premiere houses for Brad, uh, for Jack Conrad and Nellie Leroy, and we stepped into the foyer and just were taken aback by the amazing um, detail in the architecture, and Damien had written a cathedral ceiling with three levels and a staircase that descends into a party of very specific choreography and storyboarding for the sequence. Um, so we took on the challenge of working in this historic venue and converting it into a ballroom and then adding the mayhem party design over top. Uh, and like what Anthony was saying, it all was very... Uh, meticulously choreographed um, because we were working in a historic venue and also uh, with Lena Sandgren's wonderful cinematography, he had the sweeping shot that was actually a wired spider cam that went through the space and descended back onto Sydney. And there's all this like amazing technology in order to make that space work. That was pretty great to work with. And this movie is about making movies. So you have to see sets as they would be filmed. You have to see backstage area. What went into the construction of the sets within the sets? We worked with um, our, uh, Paramount Archival to get a lot of behind the scene photos of crews on set, crews eating, building the sets. Um, and we stitched that together as our research and also you know los angeles started out as farmland so uh there was the first layer of the film studios being based out of barns so we did a lot of research on uh, farm equipment um the visceral nature that damien wanted where it felt like everyone was working in the heat and in the dirt and the dust um, and we built our film sets so that they were freestanding individual sets that you could see more in the 1910s. And that's because he really wanted to ground them in the dirt and in the hot sun. Um, and so you could see uh, all of the behind the scenes, all of the rigging. And that was a great collaboration with Anthony and Linus mm -hmm. that we were using the shade cloths like they did in the 1920s practically on our set to shade the characters and to shade from the sun. So there was just a lot of uh, working and it was like a living, a real living, breathing studio by the time we, we had finished for Kinescope. Anthony, one of the, the lavish sets is Jack Conrad's house. This is the character mm. that Brad Pitt plays. He's a movie star. It's got full of little statues and lamps and furniture. What did you want to communicate about Jack as a character through what you chose for his home? Well, I think it was a, it was a, a, a direct contrast with Nellie's because it cuts from Nellie's house, which is squalor to Jack's. And, and it was, you know, Jack has made it, you know, he's a, his established movie star, Spanish revival, and uh, maybe a world traveler, you know, likes to travel around the world. So he's got fine antiques, reads, you know, books, um, the, the kind of wealth of Hollywood, you know, at that time is, is um, as a direct contrast to Nellie's, because I know it was important for Flo and Damien to kind of have that class, that social level, you know. 
but yeah, the, the Jack, you know, that he was, he was, he was established, you know, established movie star that liked nice things and, but not just nice things, like important things. You know, the scene is he's going off on, um, ah, God, what was it on? Um, it's the famous, what scene where he talks about, um, Joan of Arc and the art. Mm-hmm. Of- yes, yes, yes. And that, that he, you know, he, he travels and he's got things from his travels, fine art, you know, um, objects from, from his travels. So. My guests are Florencia Martin and Anthony Carlino. They are nominated for Best Production Design for the Oscar. This is our big picture series where we talk to the creatives behind the camera. We have more of your calls and more with Florencia and Anthony. After a quick break, this is all of it. This is all of it. My guests are Florencia Martin and Anthony Carlino. They are nominated for Best Production Design for Babylon, this year's Oscars. We are taking your calls. Let's talk to Jay from Yonkers. Hi, Jay. Yeah, good afternoon. I have a question about how the more mundane items for an interior shot of uh, a period piece are determined and who's responsible for gathering them. Because I have seen several different films where... The one thing was so out of place that it's really annoyed me greatly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Talking about period accuracy. Anthony, you want to take that one? How you assure period accuracy? I, I mean, I think it just starts with a lot of research, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely don't want to be that movie that, that all of a sudden ends up online that, like, something wasn't correct. You know, it was really important to, to all of us, you know, that, that we got it right. Um, down from the the furnishings to to the film equipment that they're filming with, um, it's it's just tons of research, you know, lots of we, then, we yeah. I think uh, Anthony had a many record player on this film. I think there was like more than a dozen record players, and that's a nice way to think about the character of an object. And you have the finish of each wood so there's walnut veneer or oak and that speaks to the economic class of the character or the style Mm -hmm. and the why so uh once anthony does a selection and he presents uh an one idea for one of the characters of that um set dressing or object then it's really nice to look at that and see how it fits in with the character and that's the second part of it too with working with our director uh, in building the character of what's appropriate to for the scene. Florence, what was, you know, you can look at the script and you can think, okay, that party scene, that's a challenge. What was a surprising challenge? One that you didn't, you didn't see coming. I think the amount of sets that we had in Los Angeles, 1920s, uh, we had to travel a lot, you know, and so the sheer logistics of mm. the fact that we had determined that we were a location-based film, uh, that was a big challenge for the team that they took on uh, bravely and well. But that was, uh, you know, I think if that first your focus is the determination of making the film and finding the best places, uh, and then you have to be conscious of how you're actually going to make it. So that was a large challenge. Is there anything, is of either of you, that's 
maybe easier working on a on a film that's this big or has this many moving parts? Is there anything that makes it a little easier? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you crazy, lady? I don't, I, don't, I don't think there is anything easy about Babylon. It was, um, it was, it was a challenge. I mean, yeah, I, I think that I think Flo can agree. I think the biggest thing, the the hardest thing, was just time. Yeah. It, it's like there just wasn't there wasn't enough time, and we were always. It was just the amount of sets and the, in the small amount of prep that we had, it was, a, it was a challenge, but at the same time, it was also fun. I mean, and the way that me and Flo work is like, we always just laughed, you know, we always, we never like got to the point of like, ah, it was just always like, it was what we're, I, I just believe what we were creating was just so, so fun. You know, it was just fun. It was hard, but it was also fun at the same time. And I think on this, like, regardless of the scale, a lot of vendors stepped up and were very, very excited to help us, uh, you know, get the accuracy history for hire with all the camera equipment and Omega Cinema Props, Warner Brothers and building and manufacturing and our teams, too. You know, regardless of big or small a film, um, everyone's very dedicated and passionate in seeing this one through. Let's talk to Caitlin from the Bronx. Hey, Caitlin, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Oh, hey there. Thanks, Allison, for taking my call. Um, it's really cool to talk to you guys and hear about your amazing work. And I was wondering if you had any words of wisdom for someone who might want to get into this line of work, set design and set decoration. Uh, well, I think for me, if you work already in the film industry, is to you know uh, keep following your heart towards scripts and directors that you really want to work with and learn from everyone on set that's the best place to immerse yourself with uh the the art of the craft and um the awareness of what all the departments do it's such a collaborative art um and i think that just being boots on the ground and uh working in production is the best way of you know learning the ropes get in there and do it how about for you anthony a little word of wisdom for someone out there who's starting their They're career the same. I mean, you know i i started as a pa and then and just gradually moved my way up so you kind of learn it's not just learning set dressing but learning you know uh what the grips do and what electricians do and what construction does and what special effects does and what the directors and producers and everybody so that you know, you kind of need to know a little bit about everything, no matter which department you go into is just start in and just start absorbing it all, you know. My guests have been Florencia Martin and Anthony Carlino. They are nominated for Best Production Design for Babylon at this year's Oscars. Thank you so much for taking listeners calls. That was a real a treat for folks. Thank you. That was really special. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. 
That's zbiotics.com slash WNYC and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off.